who should I be? Should, should I be one of these guys? I'll, I'll be this guy. Who's this guy, huh? What's this guy's story? That's Optimus Prime. You can't be him. Scotty's Optimus Prime. Oh, all right. Well, I'll be, I'll be this guy. How about this guy? What was that? Do you just growl? What robot growls? That Starscream. He's a Decepticon. I'm the Decepticons. Look, why don't you just beat it? All right, all right, relax. I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll be this guy over here. That's He-Man. We're playing Transformers. Well, maybe this is the one where He-Man visits. Brian, how is He-Man supposed to get to Cybertron? Hey, up, up, and away, right? He-Man doesn't fly. Look, why are you being such a dick about this? I'm just trying to join in. Yeah, you don't know what you're talking about, okay? That's, that's you, you not sound fair. Like I think I'm doing pretty well. No, you don't, you don't know the characters, Brian. You don't know the characters. If you could hear yourself right now, you would not stop throwing up. You can't just put He-Man in Transformers World. All right, he wouldn't be able to get to Cybertron because he lives in Eternia, and Eternia is in an entirely different dimension. He can just take his rocket ship. Get, get out of here. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 75, 75. of the Geek Woo. Generation. That's like Mike's weekly thing, is to chime <laughs> in the episode number again. Well, it's exciting, again. right? 75. I know, right? Uh, like I said before, there is no more purely news episodes, so we're kind of free-forming it here. Yeah. So you're going to hear some segments free you're used to. free balling. <laughs> you might be free-balling, and I don't want to hear about uh, it. Uh. Uh, so you can hear, Mike Volpe's obviously here, I Brian am. Lipsitz is over the Skype. <laughs> And uh, we're going to start off. We're going to go into our Geek Outs and Freak Outs in just a second. But before we do, uh, Brian, I know you saw John Carter. Yes. And Mike, did you? No. Okay. Well, I saw it too. And I think Brian had very similar feelings to it that I did. And that I don't know who is in charge of marketing this movie, but they're doing a terrible job. Was yeah, that Disney? It, it, it is. Yeah. 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 What were you going to say, Brian? No, I was going to say it's it, they the they, they just did a terrible job with the marketing overall like you said the the trailers were very poorly made um I just think there's just a disconnect between the potential audience and the way they marketed it because you know um 21 Jump Street made pretty much the same amount this weekend that uh John Carter did last week and that's being looked at as a huge success and mm-hmm. John Carter's being looked at as a a bomb so it depends of, how much money they put into it, too. Obviously, John Carter yeah. probably cost a lot more to make. Oh, yeah. It was like a $250 million movie. But, yeah, yeah it, it's just – it's kind of um, frustrating to see that, uh, you know, it was such a good movie and no one pretty much – you know, the marketing pretty much killed it. They just didn't know how to market it. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I went to see it despite the trailers because the trailers make it look pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just did a really – Whoever was in charge of the marketing that should be fired because it was it was absolutely terrible marketing in trailer. Put the the footage in the trailer was just really badly put together. So yeah, I totally agree. agree. Yeah, I don't know what they were doing, but yeah, the marketing's bad. But if you do want to go see John Carter, do definitely see it. And for all of your friends that might say like, oh, they're copying this and copying that. Uh, the Princess from Mars, the book that this movie is based on, came out in I don't even know like 19, way before 1920s, 1930s. Yeah. This yeah. was way before oh. Star Trek, way before Star Wars. All those movies and sci-fi shows got their concepts from the John Carter stories. So this is actually a precursor to all that. So they're not copying anybody. They were innovators. 
Yeah, I think that's part of the problem. I think a lot of people are like, oh, I've seen that. This just looks like a Star Wars ripoff. And it's like, well, no, this this came before, like, all of that, if you like. But so I think that's part of the problem. So. Yeah, absolutely agree. But definitely worth checking out. Recommend it. Definitely. Um, so let's move right in. Yay! Mike Volpe, would you like to start us off? I will. Okay. My geek out? Yeah, your all geek right. out. Uh, I was watching the Prometheus trailer. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Just because I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> like, oh, they're keeping this well hidden. You know, like, I, I want it to be alien. Right. Whatever it's going to be, it is. I'm but curious. I, I thought how, it was really cool. I'm curious how it's going to connect because even from the visuals that they're showing very quickly, it's not super evident. No, that's the thing. They're, they're keeping it very well hidden as yeah. to what's going on. I mean, obviously, there's an issue on a planet and a spaceship and all that, but yeah. with something getting on board. And it's I, br- probably I know. Probably the face hugger thing. Probably. And Brian, you were very excited about it too, weren't you? Yeah, and I I agree. I think um, we're gonna see at the very end, you know, the first birth of the of the alien, like maybe even from you know out of a human or whatever. It, it's definitely there's just too many visual similarities and quick flashes of things that yeah. make it look like alien. And definitely, I think it's gonna obviously end with uh, you know showing how that spaceship got stranded that they find in the beginning of Alien. Obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, so. I have to go back and rewatch Alien. Yeah, because I that's what they're there for, right? They send Sigourney Weaver and the whole crew, yeah, over there to see what happened with the, uh, yeah, with exactly. the spaceship. Yeah, what was the name of that spaceship? They ever tell you? Was uh, it Prometheus? Think, like, is that the name of the ship? I don't think in so. This movie, I, I or, completely you know. be wrong. Oh, in, this, in this movie, I'm pretty sure they call the ship Prometheus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I'm not sure if they ever actually named it an alien. I don't oh. remember. So I got. I'm probably gonna get like. We're probably gonna get like a million people being like blah blah blah. Like, <laughs> they can say whatever. I'm not a huge fan of the Alien movies. So yeah, I mean, I like the first and second, but after that, yeah. it's pretty terrible. Yeah, the first and the second are good. I didn't even care about those that much, honestly. Really? <laughs> From an artistic, I like the Geiger artwork and everything. Yeah. But they're horror movies. Yeah. Essentially, and well, they are. I don't True. care for horror movies. So More sci-fi, but I think, yeah. But yeah, there's a horror aspect to it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else? No, that's movie? it. Just, just Prometheus. Just show. Prometheus, sir. Okay, Brian. Brian. Be right. It's gonna, it's gonna be like a plug for your website. But no, uh, I, I'm geeking out over the uh, Lego Batman Two trailer. I cannot wait for that game. It yeah. Looks, especially with the uh, John Williams uh, Superman music, and you know, again using the Danny Elfman Batman music, and yeah, it just looks awesome. And uh, it, it looks like it's gonna be really cool. I hope they add more superheroes to it. I'm, I'm assuming you're gonna <laughs> be able to play as more. I was kind of surprised to hear that music in it. Yeah, it definitely was shocking to me as well. But um, I, I love the first one. And obviously, you know, it's not going to be like, you know, Arkham Asylum or Arkham City. But right. I think it's just, you know, on, on a fun, like, mindless level I, I, in entertaining. And it's it's interesting that they're actually using voices now. Yeah, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I almost wish they weren't because that's kind of the charm. Yeah, it's going to be it's interesting to see. Although they did get, you know, the, the, the Clancy Brown as Lex Luthor True. from, you know. So, I mean, I, you can't go wrong with that. But, no, it is interesting that they're using voices. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, they have confirmed that there are going to be a lot of superheroes in there. So we're going to see Green Lantern. We're going to see Wonder Woman. And I think a lot cool. of them are playable. That's cool. Yeah. I, I can, yeah. Obviously, uh, two, day, two, two weeks from exactly when we're recording this, I will be uh, at WrestleMania Live. This is my last chance to plug it, probably. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to being in Miami for WrestleMania. So I'm excited about that. Um, uh, I think that's about it. Okay. Yeah, WrestleMania is so off the radar for me when you mentioned that it was two weeks from today. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm so out of it. I'm going to watch it. I'm still going to mm. buy it and watch it and everything. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. What, so are you watching I, it here? 
Possibly. I don't know. I haven't really made any specific Nobody's plans made yet. Nobody's made plans yet. Yeah. We'll watch it's it. Definitely, it's definitely the most stacked card they've ever had for WrestleMania. It like, does look – it's going to make up for last year. Last yeah. year's WrestleMania was just so lackluster. Yeah, it was. The whole yeah. – obviously, it was just let's have this WrestleMania to build up to the next one. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was pretty much we're going to build – this is pretty much all building for next year. It's a pre-mania. <laughs> and I love how last year they said they were going to promote The Rock versus John Cena for a whole year and figure out how to do that. When what have they done it for like the last month? Maybe that's it. Yeah, they they've done it like here and there. Like maybe they did a little bit in November, and then yeah, pretty much the last month. Yeah, so they really didn't promote yeah. it for a whole year. It, it, they uh. just said it's going to happen. Now we're gonna forget about it until about <laughs> right. like a few weeks before WrestleMania starts. Pretty much, uh, uh, and that was it, Brian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a couple. First is that there is a major actor in Hollywood who took the Star Wars prequels. And decided to make his own cut of the huh. movie, but he took all three and edited it down to an 85 minute movie. Really? I heard about this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the actor wow. was Topher Grace. Wow. From, oh, really? uh, yeah, from that 70s show oh. and uh, Take Me Home Tonight and Venom from Spider Man 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we like to forget about. But yeah, he. I guess he's a huge film nerd. And he uh-huh. loves uh, editing, and this was kind of like an experiment for him. So he took the the prequels, and he actually edited out a lot of the stuff that people have said that they hate over the years. Like, there's one line. <laughs> like the majority of the movies? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, that, yeah, I mean, three movies edited down yeah, to 85, 85 minutes. minutes. How yeah. long was each movie? Two hours? Two, uh, yeah. r- some of them were over, yeah. Plus, yeah. Uh, there are a couple details online about it. There was only one screening done for a very elite crew of people, but there's a write-up on Slash Film about what was actually taken out and what was left in. One of the funniest things is that Jar Jar, gone, except for one line where he introduces... <laughs> Padme. Really? Yeah. So he's so not being goofy in the line. An entire character. All the Gungan stuff, gone. Jar Jar, <laughs> gone. Totally. Like, Phantom Menace is almost all gone. There's no, like, the, the young kid who played Anakin in yeah. the Phantom Menace, he's not seen wow, the whole time. Really? They pulled him out. No wow. pod race. Like, they got rid of a ton of stuff that just wasn't necessary. I'm surprised George mm. Lucas isn't after him. He's like, that was going to be my next release. <laughs> <laughs> from what From what was said about it, the story actually moves a lot better. The romance between Padme or uh, Amidala and Anakin is a lot better. They pulled out the no. <laughs> and then he actually ends the whole thing with the helmet being lowered onto Vader's head. Nice. Oh. So there's, a, I don't know, it just from the description, you can check out the full description on Slash Film and I'll put the link in the show notes. It, it sounds awesome and it's a shame that we're never going to see it. Couldn't he just put this on YouTube? No, because it's no. it's copyright. Yeah, he will get. I mean, he could do it for his own private usage and stuff, and he can mm-hmm. show it to a small group that he wasn't selling tickets to. But you can't just go around and show this everywhere without Lucas's okay. And the fact I don't think he's going to give an okay on this. No, I, I would seriously doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I thought it was really really cool, and it's a shame we're never going to see. Well, I say never, but you never know. Yeah. yeah, you never know. And I hope that we can see it someday because I would love to boil down the prequels into only 85 minutes. That's <laughs> I, less I than know. an hour and a half. That's awesome. Yeah. And of course, some of the cuts are a little jumpy because, yeah, and well, some of the lines are still corny. But overall, it was supposed to be a much tighter, much nicer cut. So very, very cool on his part. 
And yeah. and I didn't even think like that was part of him is that film geek yeah. side. Yeah. So major props and new respect for Topher Grace. Definitely. Uh, my next geek out is a TV show called Awake. I've heard good things about this. Yeah. It's yeah. only three episodes in so far. Uh, it stars, I think his name is Jason Isaacs. He's the guy who played uh, Malfoy, Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter movies. And you wouldn't even know it was him on first look because he's got that big white, like, oh, that long guy. wig in, oh, yeah. in Harry Potter. And he's got his normal hair in this one, yeah. which is dark. So, But the, the premise is what originally captured me to it. And the the full pilot they actually put up on YouTube the full pilot, which was cool, and I had posted it on the site a while back, so if people want to check it out, they can. They're three episodes in now. The whole premise, basically, is there is a family of him, his wife, and his son. He is a detective uh, in the police department, mm-hmm. and they get into a car accident one night. And when this happens, for some reason, from his point of view, universe is split. So he will wake up, and he'll be in a universe where... Him and his wife are there, and his son died in the accident. Yeah. And then when he goes to bed and he wakes up the next day, he's in another universe where his wife died and him and his son survived. Oh, that's crazy. And he can't tell which is which. He doesn't know which one. He doesn't know which one's real? No. Oh. He has different psychiatrists in each universe because the, the police department said, you need to deal with this before you go back to duty. So he has a different psychiatrist in each one that is trying to convince him that that reality is the real one. Because they're not going to deny that. They're not going to right. say, I'm a dream. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they're both trying to what convince them. What channels does this come on, do you know? I don't know because... You watch it online. Right. But, all right. Yeah. But it's it's, it's cool. a phenomenal show. It's really, really good. And there's been suggestions already that the car accident itself was caused by somebody. It was not an accident. Oh. Wow. So, and it's it's really cool to keep track like of the different universes. He wears a different uh, rubber band. Like, he wears his wife's favorite color yeah. on one wrist, and then he wears the other color on the same wrist, so he knows when he wakes up which universe he's in. Huh. Just in case, huh. like, his wife isn't with him when he wakes up type thing. Yeah. So, But it's awesome. But the coolest thing, too, is because he's uh, a cop and a detective, and they have the procedural week-by-week case thing like a regular cop show does, he uses elements from one reality to solve a case in the other and vice huh. versa. So, like, he's had people die in one of the realities— and then went and interrogated that same person and the other one to get the information because one of them was dead. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. What night? Does, do you know what night this comes on? I think it's on. It's, it's Thursdays at ten. Yeah, Thursdays at ten. So it's oh, on late. It's which on is NBC. Weird. Just it's on you NBC. Know. Okay, NBC, thanks. Yeah. All right. Brian's just, on the Google while right, I'm. Yeah, Brian's Google. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, that that I did Google, but I actually did hear. I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently, does he wear different colored rubber bands? Like, apparently, they said it. I read somewhere he wears like a green rubber band <laughs> in one reality. I did just say this about a minute ago. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Brian was busy Brian googling. Was googling. Yeah. I was googling when I was Wikipediaing. Never mind. Yeah. No, but it's 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 a really really well done show. I'm excited to see like where it goes because it's that it's such cool. a cool concept. That is a really good concept. I'm afraid that it's too much for some people mm-hmm. and it might fall. And ten o'clock is late. Yeah. Yeah, but you can DVR it. Yeah, but or it's it's it really online. smart and it's really good. I enjoy it very much so far. Uh, the last thing I'm geeking out over is I went to the movies last night and I saw the Lorax. Oh, oh yeah, I really really liked it. And yeah. the Lorax is my favorite of Doctor Seuss's books. I'm I'm not like a 
hippie or a tree hugger or anything but <laughs> but i i've always loved the the character of the lorax and the the book itself and the message of like if you want anything to change you have to care and you have to do something about it i think that's the one character i never read the book I oh really know. i don't remember him it's so good mm. but the the movie was put out by illumination entertainment who are the same studio that did uh the despicable me movie and this is only like their second or third it might even be their second movie like uh-huh. major motion picture after Despicable Me. But they have other things in the pipeline, too. And it, the animation, the quality of the uh, characters and the textures and everything is absolutely phenomenal. Like, there's a point in the movie where they're zoomed in on one kid, and then there's a guy standing behind him that has overalls with a patch sewed on it, and you can see the stitches and the patch wow. and everything. I'm just like, oh, my God, that's so beautiful. Mm. But it, visually, it's awesome. Storyline, it's awesome. I'm always worried when they expand something that's such a short book. Mm-hmm. But they did a really, really nice job of it, yep. and I was really happy with the final result. It was it was funny as hell, too. Really? Because it's it's just one of those movies, like Pixar does, that can put it on multiple levels oh, for kids yeah. and for adults. So there's jokes in there for the adults as well as the kids. And it was tremendously entertaining and really, really funny. And it's one of the better movies that I've seen this year so far. I really liked it. Cool. I heard the voice acting was really good, too. Believe it or not, yeah. Especially considering they have, like, Zac Efron, Taylor Swift. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are some you wouldn't of the, think would be, but yeah. Yeah, the voice acting was really good. And uh, actually, Rob Riggle was the, um, oh, nice. was the villain and plays a character that looks nothing like him, which is even better. <laughs> but really, really good. Uh, that's all I got for Geek Outs, though. So let's move on to, into Freak Outs. Oh, Freak Outs! Volpe. All right. Volpe. Volpe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, mine has to do with, with holidays. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, well, I noticed, uh, well, St. Patrick's Day just went by. You have the same feelings as me about that? I do, I think. Um, I noticed that you posted on Facebook. Yeah. Or you might, I don't know if it was Twitter. I don't know. You posted. I post all over the place. It like cross posts yeah. so many. <laughs> that you don't celebrate alcoholidays. That's my word. Right. I like it. But I agree with it because all day uh, people were just posting all oh, like starting at I don't know what it was eight nine in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, getting trashed, going mm-hmm. out, celebrating, doing this, doing that. I'm just like, you're an idiot. Right? Just, what, what does that have to do with the holiday? It has it, holidays in this country. I think have completely lost all their meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. Well, I don't know. That's probably always a drunk holiday. <laughs> but it be if it's just a holiday to. Uh, to, but it's a to, holiday around getting drunk. That's the right. problem. And there are yeah. three major. There are three alcoholidays. I think there's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. There's the 4th of July, right. and there's New Year's Eve. Right. I don't celebrate mm-hmm. any of those. You've been over for New Year's Eve, haven't you? Well, I go... But we don't, but we don't drink. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I used to celebrate... Uh, New Year's Eve was a big deal for me growing up. We yeah. used to have a party at my place every year. Uh, my parents let us have, like, everybody sleep over. We'd have, like, a house of 30 kids, yeah. all just, wow. like, sleeping over, chilling. It was the best. I loved New Year's Eve. Then as I got older, and everyone was getting hammered all the time, right. it lost all yeah. like specialness to me well even the fourth of july what do we, we don't really any holiday what do we, we don't it's to stimulate the economy like right. saint patrick's day is designed to stimulate the economy through consumption of alcohol right that's all it's for christmas we just buy shit for each other <laughs> they don't need um fourth of july is you know we're buying tons of food to cook and buying alcohol so yep. but they don't have any meaning anymore yeah like who does anybody alive today actually care why we're celebrating the 4th of July? Like, I think it's lost its meaning because it's so far removed. There are people that do care, and I think people should care. 
And I like I liked the whole aspect of it being like an outdoor summer type yeah. barbecue thing. And my parents throw a Fourth of July thing yep. every year. And obviously, I invite a few people over there, and it's a barbecue. It's a reason to see my friends. But I don't make it like this crazy celebration. Like people, people literally put the whole weekend aside to deal with their drinking and getting the hangover. Right. Like you shouldn't I, be planning for a hangover. I just want to have some grilled burgers, right? Hot dogs and watch fireworks. Yeah, and I'm happy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't know. It just bothers me because it's like everybody. Well, not everybody, but I've seen 95 percent of the people I know were just trash, and I'm like. They felt like crap. You know, they feel like crap the next day. Well, like, yeah, why that's do you want to feel like that? While we're while we're being productive and creating, they're probably all like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so they're wasting their time. Right. Like it just seems like a tremendous waste to me. Yeah. Granted, I mean, I don't drink anyway. Well, no, but. neither do I. So we're, it's coming from a totally different perspective. Right. I don't know, Brian. Uh, I'm I'm not a dr- heavy drinker, so uh, I'm kind of I'm not like a hundred percent with you, but I'm not a hundred percent with the other people. I'm kind of just like. If they want to be idiots and drink and whatever, that's cool. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a, a, a huge drinker. I'll socially have like one drink if I ever like go out drinking. Like it's not like I'm a. So I don't, I don't, I don't really yeah. see the whole thing. And that's always been my thing with, you know, drugs and or alcohol. I yeah. don't see the point of, the whole point of it. I never got it. So. Well, I understand if they wanted to have uh, an Irish beer or something. Fine, oh, no, no, cool. no, yeah, Go exactly. for it. Have one or two. I'm, I'm talking, That's yeah, fine. But, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's the people who, who start. I went, uh, Heather and I went to the park and we drove by one of the fat bellies. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what time. We drove by before noon and it was packed. Yeah. I'm like, that's a problem. It just feels yeah. fairly pathetic when you're planning on getting totally hammered and then hung over and making all those arrangements like yeah. weeks and weeks ahead yeah. of time. I don't know. Yeah. It just bothers me. Yeah. I don't know. I just see it. It's like, wow, what a lack of self control. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I like that you brought my uh, trademarked word up on the show. I did. Uh, Alcoholic. Trademarked? It is now. <laughs> what do I owe you? <laughs> a creative, uh, a creative in, uh, what is it, intellectual property? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trademarking it right now. You should. <laughs> Brian? Uh, I don't know if this has been ranted about yet, but the Facebook timeline bullshit yep. pisses mm-hmm. me off. Um. The fact that I think it's like March 30th, it's all turning over to it. Yep. Um, it makes me want to delete my Facebook, but I can't. But um, yeah, it's 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 absolutely annoying to go to anyone's page who actually has the timeline, and um, it's it's actually scary to see how much the way it's laid out with the timeline. You can almost see how much information that they actually have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it just creeps me out, and I'm just like, this is going to be terrible. And uh, yeah, every day that gets closer, I'm just like, crap, my profile is going to turn into a timeline, and that's yeah. going to suck. I, tr- I changed mine over. And my biggest problem with it is that I can't figure out if the option's even there. Like, I don't want people looking at posts that I did three years ago. Anything that you had said is private, yeah. it does retroactively. No. Oh. So because unless, I've set so that nothing I post is ever public. Right. It's so always just the friends. And you can you can preview what your timeline will look like before oh, it okay. switches. Because I was like, why can't I just block it so that not, after what, 15 days, nothing yep. appears? Like you, you get can the last that. 15 days of whatever and then it's gone. Oh, and then it disappears after 15 yeah. days? Yeah, I don't huh. think it works like that. Because like, I was way, messing around with other people's and I was looking back at like 2009, yeah. 2008 and like I'm seeing all the posts. But the thing pictures. is you I'm always like, this could. Is so weird. You always could. It was just harder to do that. You would have yeah. to actually like scroll right. down, wait for everything to load for years yeah. and years of information. Yeah. 
my biggest issue with it is just the, the layout is not a very flowing no, like read no. like before right now you could go and look at someone's thing and it's just one thing on top of the other now it's like yeah. a zigzag it's zigzag it's like looking at myspace yeah and yeah, i don't like the way makes, preview it, images are showing up either yeah it's just it's just a disaster and it it really is annoying to like you said look at anyone's profile and it just to try to find something and you know you know interesting to look at people it's not anymore really interesting to look at people's profiles that have it and i don't know it just it's going to make me definitely uh stare i mean i'll still use facebook i'm not going to say that but i'm not going to be uh you know going to people's pages and trying to find things or looking things anymore as much yeah. as i used to because it really sucks yeah <laughs> so yep yep uh, uh that's that's pretty much my only geek out okay <laughs> the one thing the one thing i like about timeline is the cover photo thing i think that's, that's actually cool. kind of cool that yeah. is kind of cool i guess yeah everything else true. is garbage yeah, <laughs> pretty much <laughs> well i'm sure they'll make adjustments yeah Oh, yeah. well, yeah, they keep making adjustments. Yeah. They do everything every few months, and then people freak out, and then everyone goes, <laughs> all right, we're used to the new one now. Um, my first freak out is about Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Uh-oh. And I have not bought the game yet, and I refuse to do so until certain things are alleviated, because just out of principle for what they're doing, Capcom's been guilty of DLC crimes in the past, Yeah, but this one is absolutely ridiculous. We had talked about before that the PS Vita characters, those 12 extra characters, yeah. mm-hmm. wouldn't be available for a while because they had to actually make them and because the Vita version is not coming out for months. So they actually had to create all the characters and then they would be available for DLC, which was totally fine. That would make total sense to me. Now that Street Fighter Cross Tekken is out, people have uh, hacked the disc, more or less, yep. and they found all 12 characters on the what? disc. Really? They're already made. They're already there. Wow. So they will still be available in the future for $20. You can get those 12 characters, which is actually like price wise. That's not ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Normally they would charge like three bucks a character. And for 12, that would be like 36. So it's actually fairly cheap as far as that goes. But this defeats the whole purpose of DLC. Yeah. Mm -hmm. DLC stands for downloadable content. And it's you're already not, on the disc. It's already on the disc. So you're not downloading anything. Uh, and the whole intent of DLC is to give developers time to add things that they originally didn't have time for. Or they just want to expand on a universe that like a game's really popular. Yeah. And they're like, wow, there are so many people invested in this game. Let's give them some more content if they're willing to pay for it. That's the whole point. But what they're essentially doing with this game is holding part of it hostage. Yeah. And they're expecting people to pay like a ransom to access the content that they yeah. already purchased because they bought the disc. So all they're doing, when when you actually get it, and I guess Capcom's uh, rationale for this is, well, it's easier than you actually downloading it later on. You can just you just pay for it, no. and that'll unlock it. Wow. So you don't have to take the time to download listen, it. And it's like, listen. no, 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 no. You created it. Yeah, it's <laughs> bullshit. Why don't I have it? Yeah. Or why don't I have why don't I have the ability, like so many fighting games, to just play through it and unlock those characters? Right. Yeah. Instead of buying them. Yeah. So I'm trying to make an extra buck. Yeah. And Capcom is notoriously bad about this and doing oh, DLC yeah. moves How like this. How hard is it to hack a disc like that? I don't know, but someone posted YouTube videos of like yeah. the characters in action. It must have been on the Xbox. I was thinking, I don't think there's a way to hack a Blu-ray yet. Like yeah. there probably is, but I don't I don't know of one. I don't so, know. Yeah. But but it's it's been a whole thing yeah. going on and it's huge controversy. And I and there's a lot of people <laughs> like me. 
who are saying, well, I'm not going to buy it now. I'm going to wait for the ultimate version of the super version or whatever they're going to do because Capcom always does that too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's really a lot of crap or I'm just going to wait until like a year from now where the game is $30 and I can get everything for 50. Like I'm not going to pay more than retail. I'm not going to pay $80 for street fighter cross tech and the complete experience. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. And it's it is it's killing what it's the whole point of DLC is about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we knew this was going to happen eventually. And I'm actually working on an article that goes over like the history of DLC and like where it went Ooh. wrong. And but oh my god, well, it's like every game has DLC now, which is fine. And there's a lot of good things and good yeah. reasons for it. Mm-hmm. But it keeps the game going. Keeps right. it tied into. Yeah. The, I was thinking like Fallout Three. Right. I remember how long I played that game when all the con I kept buying it. That's the only game I've ever bought tons of content for. Right. But because I loved the game so much, I wanted to keep playing it. Yeah. Like, it's okay to do what, like, WWE and, like, Uncharted do. They go, okay, we created our game. This is when it's coming out. We haven't created anything else yet. This is our schedule for DLC. We are going to create these things, but we want to make sure that the demand is there first. Because there have yeah. been games that have a yeah. DLC schedule, like Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain had planned to do the Heavy Rain Chronicles, and they were supposed to do at least three different mini missions that yeah. came out. The game wasn't popular enough to do more than the one that they released. Mm. So they said, we're going to cancel our other DLC because the interest is not there. Hmm. So we're not even going to take the time to develop it, even though we had planned on it. So it does give companies a way to expand on what they had originally intended. Like They, they have a date to get these games out by. I understand yeah. that. They want like Uncharted out by Christmas or by November so that yep. people buy it during that season. And then they go, okay, we're going to offer you all these like multiplayer maps and stuff. We just haven't made them yet. That's the reason for DLC. Yep. Mm. So I don't know. This this just rubbed me the wrong way entirely. I hated it. Uh, moving on. I could talk about that forever. I really could. <laughs> so I'm going to keep going. Um, texting to call. This what? drives me freaking crazy. And I'll explain. I have friends that do this to me, and when they do, I'm like, don't be friends with me anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, Brian, okay. we know what we're doing later. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's, uh, no, I'm not that extreme about it, obviously, but this drives me absolutely nuts, is I do have friends, and more than one, it's, I'm not just talking about one person, that will text me and say, call me later. What? And in my mind, I'm going, wait, if you want to talk to me later on the phone, call. just call me later on the phone. Yeah. You don't need to text me now to tell me to call you later. Plus, I don't want another thing on my to-do list. I'm a busy guy. I have enough to do. Why is it my responsibility now? You want to talk to me. Don't give me an order of what to do later on that you want to do. That's I'm trying to think of like a, a, a metaphor or how that would yeah. look in an, another ridiculous situation. I can't do it because it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of it. The only thing that came to mind was like, you go to somebody, hey, could you cook me, make me a burger in three hours? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> three I was like, hours from now, I you know require what? a burger on a plate on my lap. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I want a burger later. Yeah. Mike Volpe, make me a burger later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, right. if I want a burger, I'll make a burger. Right. If I want to call you, I'll call you. I'm not going to give you an order to call me later when that's what I want to do. I just don't understand that. You just text back no. Yeah. And I see it all the time. I see people like send each other Facebook messages online saying text me later or call me later. Like just do it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What the hell? I mean I I have some friends that will be and this is kinda along the same lines, they'll be like, Is it okay to call now or are you busy? That's okay. 
Yeah, that's different. But I mean, I understand. I completely understand the. I I don't understand the whole "call me later" yeah. or that's just bizarre. Yeah, it's it's one thing. Like if you're talking, a lot of people will text when they're at work. Yeah, and, and that's because they can't call. Exactly. So they'll be texting, texting. But if you're going to end it, it's like if you plan on talking later on the phone, say I will call you later. <laughs> yeah. Not you call me later. <laughs> Yeah, it's so I'm weird. not the boss like of you. Telling somebody to call <laughs> right. you. It's so weird. Yeah. It's strange. <laughs> it is strange when you think about it. I don't like it. Well, I don't think it's going to stop, though. No, it's not. That's <laughs> the worst part. Worse. It's just yeah. horrible, like etiquette of communication. Terrible. <laughs> um, that's my last freak out, though. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break because we're at a fairly natural stopping point right now. And we'll be back with uh, listener feedback and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yay. Hey, Amazon users, if you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi guys, I'm Eddie McClintock. I play Special Agent Pete Latimer on Sci-Fi's Warehouse 13, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. Peace! Okay, we are back. Uh, Before we continue on with the show, I want to make a a minor announcement, not huge. Uh, Like I said, since our format change has kind of happened, we have an opportunity for new things and new people to uh, join the show in one way or another. And I am excited to say that the super fan himself, Chris Tong, the super, the super fan will be contributing to upcoming episodes. Uh, Mike and I noticed that he watches a lot of random movies. He watches the weirdest crap. He does. (laughs) Like, I think, I don't know how he does it. If there's a, a, a way to search, like really random stuff on Netflix, but he finds a way to find the most random stuff. They should have like a uh, like a spinner on Netflix where yeah. you can just hit it and goes. Yeah. It's like the Price Is Right wheel, and you just get a movie up there. But he watches some very random stuff. So in some upcoming episodes, we'll be spending ninety seconds with the super fan as he does quick movie reviews of things you may have never heard of before. Cool. Yeah, nice. that's exciting. I'm I'm excited for that. It's he's got to be, a lot be of freaking fun. out over that. We're geeking <laughs> out over it. Really. I hope he said he's excited to do it. So yeah. that cool. should be cool. Uh, as we move on, though, I I have to uh, I have to express some beefs I have with the both of you. Uh-oh. As, Uh-oh. as Scott Pilgrim would say, I have beef. <laughs> <laughs> and um, beef. I, I just as a friend, I feel it's it's my job to call you guys out on stuff every now and then when I need to. Okay. So, so Mike Volpe. All right. What did I do? What did I not? Usually it's what I didn't do. I know. Uh, I, I worry about you from time to time. Why? This, this, and and before you take it the wrong way. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know I'm just going. This relationship stuff with Aww, you. Oh, isn't it cute? Do you, shut up. This, <laughs> <laughs> it's cute and all, but I see it happen every time. Oh. Is my concern. Are you seeing a pattern? I'm seeing a pattern. Mm. And the reason that I feel the need to bring it up is that I do the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I know I know what problems it causes. And you're like me. You're a guy that goes, this girl wants to spend time with me. I'm excited and I get feelings really quick and I jump in really fast. And and it's scary. And I I worry about you because 
the way the laws of attraction work, or if you go in too much too fast, it often has a backlash that neither sure. party intended. So you yeah. guys have been together for how long now? We've been dating for four months. For We've four known months. each other for about a year and a half. Which is good. It's great yeah. that you had a prior like yeah. relationship with them. Not relationship relationship, but a right. prior friendship. That's, yeah. That out always a few times. helps. Yeah. She came over to Halloween party. That it does. It, that definitely helps. But the way <clears> that <throat> attraction works, the science of it, and I say this like I'm in a relationship or something. I don't know why I'm giving you any advice <laughs> whatsoever. You're the of love. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, baby. <laughs> I don't know why I would be giving you any advice on this. I'm... I haven't been on a well, date it's in an like outside four opinion, years. so yeah, that's but fine. I just I just see it and I worry. I worry I that the backlash is coming, and it's not that either of you are intending it. But when you go too much too fast, it can kill attraction, and then mm-hmm. neither party realizes why. There's no rationale behind it. It's like a psychological thing. Mm-hmm. So I just worry that when you're saying like. This is the one, and this is the girl I'm well, going to marry I, I, I after do feel four like, months. Well, I've known her, like I said, it's not like... So we've been in a relationship for four months, but I did have a chance to get to know her before that. Right. But it didn't move any further, obviously, because I was with Jess at the time. Yeah. So neither one of us... I've, You know, how do you move forward? I was engaged to the girl I thought I was supposed to be with. Right. Who, in all that time, you know from private conversations... Sorry, my phone was ringing. Yeah. Uh, that things weren't going well. Right. And they hadn't been going well in a while, but for whatever reason, we couldn't separate from one another. Yeah. Probably just a comfort thing. Maybe. But I don't know. I, I, I just feel it's just one of those things where she has all the qualities that I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, just down to earth. Not not in any way a, a girl that's going to do something terrible to hurt my feelings on purpose. Right. You know what I mean? She's not going to go mess around with somebody else or right. do anything stupid. But you just got to be aware you're in the honeymoon phase, you know? I understand that. And I am. Before yeah. you're like proclaiming to the world that this is the girl <laughs> you're going to marry. Like that's, it's very, I don't know. It's like, I'm like, it's almost <laughs> like I'm poking the universe. Yeah. And going fucking with you. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm beating you this time. What are you going to do? And then yeah. the universe always goes, well, guess what? Fuck you. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So um, just, I mean, just be careful. I'm trying. I understand. I, I really do feel, and I, I want it to succeed. I'm not against yeah, you yeah. in any way. But as a friend, you're you're. But worried. as a friend, I'm just concerned because yeah. I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was to be the the light of positivity in the room. Um, we don't need positivity. Th- shut up, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm From, sorry. Go ahead. Shut up, Brian. No, Go ahead. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, my best friend, uh, who I thought this was the most insane thing. I'm like, I've never heard of it. So he met a girl. Um, mm-hmm. I think two years. This is two years ago. Um, met a girl. They dated for probably three to four to five months, yep. and all of a sudden, I get a call uh, New Year's Eve. Guess what? I'm engaged. I'm like, yeah, what? yep. And I was like, I was like, I told. I had talks with my other friends, and like, oh my, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, I can't believe they're getting married. This is way too fast. Blah blah blah. And you know what? They got married. Um, two years later, they're still as happy as they were then, and so. I it can. I'm just saying there is those those relationships that where you meet someone really quickly, and he didn't even know her beforehand. They just arbitrarily started dating. Right. So there is those relationships where, for some reason, I don't understand it, but it works, and you meet someone really quick, and it works, and and it. I mean, they are like still. They're like they're, they've. Ne- I've never seen them fight. I. They. Just, I'm sure they do, but you know what I mean. It's just right, very. Right. Well, there's Very probably just little, yeah, the normal little things. Well, yeah, Brian's yeah. right. So, yeah, I yeah. can't say it doesn't happen. Yeah, because it does. It does. 
I've I seen it happen to too. Just so it could seem like no, you're yeah. absolutely right. It, it absolutely can be that way. It's just the the numbers game of it. Oh, right. oh I, right. I I agree. I know what you're saying too. Right. I'm just I I not that Mike's like planning on getting down on one knee tomorrow. No, I'm not. Right. No, 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 <laughs> no. no. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not. It's just uh, th- there's a compatibility there that I've never really felt before. Yeah. You know, it wasn't there with Jess. It wasn't there with any other girl. I just don't want you leaving me, Mike. I'm not going to leave you. (laughs) I've already made, trust me. This is really all about me. Heather's made it very clear that she's fully accepting of the fact that we go on mandates and stuff. Right, right. So she doesn't mind. Yeah, Mike and I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 the other night and ate pizza. And ate pizza. Yeah. And yeah. it, and that movie does not hold up. It does by the not way. hold it up. Is they never really I actually thought that movie was horrible when I saw it. I loved the first two as a yeah. kid, but the third one was like, I'm like, where's Shredder? Where's like yeah. the cool stuff from the cartoons? Yeah. Why is this like in in ancient Japan? The why, celebrity why? references they make. Too. Oh my god, Don <laughs> King. What else? Uh, Don <laughs> King, Wayne Newton, Wayne Newton. <laughs> it's hysterical. You're like, wow, this is so dated, yeah. and they're trying to be like topical and everything. And oh my god. Yeah. So, so that's it. I, I understand just, where you're coming from, and I appreciate it because yeah. I would do the same thing for you. I'd be right. like, "All right, Rob, be careful." All right, Rob, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's so. sitting here waiting the whole time. I'm just waiting for what he has to say to me now. Okay, Brian, th- this is what I'm going to do right now. I, uh, I talk too much about wrestling. I know this. <laughs> no, not at all. Please, oh, all right. but I am going to. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. Um, and I did. Yes, I did make that sound drop now. So along yeah. with your. Uh, Along with the other bazinga, we're we're good to go. Uh, so Brian, Isle of the Damned. Yes, Isle of the Damned. I'm a little concerned. Yes, I'm a little concerned because I saw that you posted a community episode, <laughs> which is the exact same thing that you made for Graphically Speaking. It is, and I plugged it as an old episode of Graphically Speaking, and. It- it- and I worry because uh, it's it's stealing potential downloads from a show that currently exists. True, true, and violating legal copyrights. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. I, hey, I left the plugs in of everything. All right, I I, I understand. I, I just worry because in, instead of linking to what is already true. up, true. I know what you mean. I could have. I could have. Uh, that was a a bad decision on my part. Now I feel horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is again. You this feel is, horrible. I can't even be in love. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. These are not no, attacks. These are not attacks. No, I know. <laughs> just kidding. No, no, no. It was more. The, now I'm gonna throw my co-host under the bus. He's just like, he's like, remember that community episode we did for your other podcast? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, since the show's coming back, he was like, it'd be really cool if we just put that up for other people to listen to. And I was in the they. I was in the mindset of you know just put put the new way of posting things. And I'm like, all right, I'll just grab the sound file. And then I'm then now that I think of it, yeah, I could have just linked it and it would have been better for everyone so i'm just trying I, to I nip can, things in the bud before they get out of hand no 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 i i i totally understand i i will keep that mental uh, in my mental uh checklist now of but in to- uh in line with that we also talked back in january about you starting the show and mm-hmm. i had expressed my concerns of over uh of uh not not necessarily just oversaturation like you do as many podcasts as you want i don't give a shit um <laughs> But because as long as you're here, too, then I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and doing the wrestling one is totally unrelated. We don't talk about wrestling. We do, yeah, but yeah. not to the extent. Uh, graphically speaking was fine because it was like super comic book yeah. oriented. We don't get into it that heavily. But I still have the same concern that 70 percent, I would say roughly 70 percent <coughs> of this show is spent talking about movies. 
True. And I worry that like we would run into a situation and you just did your uh, your zombie episode with the Z-pocalypse. What is it called? Z-pocalypse. Z-pocalypse, which is a really cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I worry that that is now taking potential content away from this show because I would have loved to have those guys on. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't because so I'm wondering, like, if we had Jeff Katz now, which I thank you tremendously for booking. Would that not happen on this show now? Because you have another show where you do movie stuff. No, like no, no. I, I, I. You brought me into this podcasting world, and I think. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the only thing, um, uh, the things I've done on. I'm not trying to now. You're not so. I was to sound like I'm. I'm level. I'm putting my podcast in a pyramid scheme, but no. Um, <laughs> uh, the one, the Isle of the Damned. I mean, it's pretty much. We don't really have. We, not to say we don't prepare. We don't have show notes. We pretty much just go, hey, I watched a bunch of DVDs. Okay, these are the DVDs. Oh, did you see something in the theater? And most of the time, honestly, it's more stuff that Kent has seen in the theater. I mean, I haven't. The only thing I reviewed recently was John Carter, and I didn't even write. And he's been writing text reviews for mm-hmm. the site. So, And I haven't been doing that because so I, I don't want to. So, um, but no, I I don't foresee the thing with the Zpocalypse thing was um, more that that like my same best friend he was like I um, you know um, I would need to be on this podcast and we it had to be precisely at a timely manner and I had to do it quickly and my and it just it was more of a scheduling thing mm-hmm. and I also. Always, I did. Um, this is we're, we're airing, I feel like we're airing dirty laundry on the air. But, but I also that's didn't what's feel interesting. Like I, <laughs> I, I also didn't feel like um, I just felt like you'd be like zombies, uh, a zombie board game. I don't really want to promote because they're really doing like they're doing a Kickstarter thing, and I'm right, like, right. I didn't know if you'd want to take on all that responsibility of having to link to everything and you know put it on your website because I do feel it. This is you know I know. I'm a, a co-host, but it you know it's it's primarily your decisioning decision making of what you know. And I just was just like you know what I since this is a brand new thing and it's called Isle of the Damned. I'm like yeah, come on. And honestly, uh, I'm this I'm not gonna. I feel horrible for saying this. It was not even a really good episode, so I would kind of be embarrassed to even have it on your episode. <laughs> Did you your, have three people on over Skype at the same time? Yeah, and it was terrible and and it was just like i it was above my skill level to do and they're just like well we need and i'm just like okay and the problem was is that um i asked them to be prepared and they weren't and mm-hmm. it's like there was like asking questions of like so what's your favorite zombie movie and then like like 40 45 seconds of pause and it's uh-huh. like so honestly it's probably for the best it wasn't on the site <laughs> well well in the future since yeah. while we're like hashing out all these things now for everyone to hear um just ask me yeah and, and i'll like say are you interested in having these people on and i was i would have totally had them on i mean if if it didn't end up being a good show i could always just not air it like <laughs> seriously if you if yeah. you ask someone to be prepared and they're not and it ends up being disappointing then i wouldn't have no problem with not airing it well, yeah, I see. That's the thing with me. It's like it's my best friend, and you know, I'm kind of like, and like, I feel bad. I can't just be like, yeah, I'm not going to post that. Right? Is so, there is there Kickstarter still going now? Oh yeah, yeah. Why don't you plug it for him now then? I sure will if I've got to find the link for. Okay. <laughs> well, while you find the link, and again, I I don't want this to be attacking. I I I, I was nervous to even do this. Oh, dude, because, this is like nothing. Right, and, <laughs> and on the air and everything, but I, I think yeah. it's interesting for people it to get a little, a little behind the scenes on yeah. uh, what we do here. But it's, um, 
And actually, Normally I stuff feel- like this goes on when we're not on the air, but Rob beats us with kendo sticks. <laughs> you will not love her. You will not have a podcast. <laughs> this is going to sound really cheesy. But Get back I in feel, your cage. <laughs> I, I feel I'm going to – I would like to um, uh, say some stuff. Uh, yeah, go ahead. For, first of all, I feel – a couple months ago, or probably not even a couple months ago, maybe a month or a half ago, I, for some reason, was just having really random mood swings, and mm-hmm. I was being really cruel to you guys. Like, I don't know if you remember Volpe, like, night of the Super Bowl, you and I went back and forth on Facebook. Like, I was, like, just being Oh, complete. yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I go back, and I feel horrible. I never apologize. And same with Raw. Yeah, but I, I didn't think take I it personally. Some, you were being cruel to me? I, at some point, I think I may have said something like stupid. And well, I'm I, like I'm like a battered boyfriend, and <laughs> and I just take it like I'm like this is how I'm supposed to be. He's treated. like a beaten dog. Yeah. And then I think my own I think my own uh, mind told me after that that I was like I think that's part of why I started was like well I haven't been on the show in a while and do they really want me on the show anymore? Do they even want me to be a part of there? Because you know I think that the uh, the what really got to me was the episode where you did the um, I'm drawing a blank the geeky awards mm-hmm. and. And I was like, I felt like really horrible that I wasn't a part of it. And that was my fault, not yours. But, and I was just like, yeah, I can, I mean, they have all these other people. I'm like, am I really like, and that was when I was just like, I feel like I'm, there's a disconnect of like, that I'm not a part as much as a part of it as Dude, I used to how, be. And, how many episodes did we do that? It was just me and you. Oh, that's what I was. You are a core piece of this team, and I I, value having you here. I don't feel that way anymore. I was just like, and I was just like, uh, and then that kind of was like, just, you know, went on. And and then finally, like, when I came back last week, I started feeling like I was just back in the game again. But even before, that's why I think kind of where a lot of these things happened where I was just like, uh, I don't really feel like I'm part of it. Maybe he just doesn't want me around. No, not at all. We even, it, it didn't air because we were talking about it off the show, but the weeks that it was. Was just me and Mike. We yeah. were talking yeah. about how much we missed having you on because you have such a great knowledge about all these things. And half the time, Mike's like, "Oh no, <laughs> yeah, I don't know half the stuff." <laughs> so you're you're a tremendous asset to have, and we value you. All right, I appreciate that. But yeah, I mean, that, so I but I apologize for whatever stupidity things I may have said. I don't oh, remember. Man. Yeah, I don't even remember. It. Obviously, it wasn't too jarring because no. yeah. we we're both <laughs> well, like, what, no. me and Mike looked at each other. We're like, when was? Well, no, I really, it's us? fun to just take, you know, I'm taking jabs at people who are Patriots fans and then they get upset. No, I know. And and I, it's and no it was, big deal. It was all part of the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, the uh, the Kickstarter, if if you guys want the, the my friend, um, he actually, you know, I, I don't, it, it, he came up with an idea for him and uh, a bunch of other people. I came up for an idea for a, a zombie survival board game, and they've got a Kickstarter page up, and they've actually going to go into production because they've already met. They've already doubled their goal. Oh, nice! They're, they're still doing it, and um, they've they won um, all. They won an award at they've gone. They're bring it to different convention board game conventions around the area, and they already won best game, best indie game, and. Um, they're, they're really, really good. So, I mean, uh, I would just say check it out. It's called Zpocalypse if you type it in to Kickstarter. Uh, Z, just Zpocalypse with no A. Okay. And, uh, and um, yeah, I can, I can, uh, they're, they're, it's a really, it's actually a really fun game. And they've got a great artist that's actually like, you know, a really, you know, really good artist that they found online. And, you know, they put a lot of time into this. This has been going on for like probably almost over a year of prep. Mm-hmm. So, and it's They're really absolutely. just a whole board game about surviving the zombie apocalypse, right? Yeah, it's basically just like you know they found out they they've been pl- they realized there was no good zombie board games. They're really like board game people, and they were just like you know the, for example, the Walking Dead board game is absolutely terrible. Oh like, yeah, I didn't even yeah, know there was um, one. Yeah, I just saw it the other day. <laughs> oh. 
And uh, but um, so they really and you know and they they're like board game connoisseurs. They finally you know they put a lot of time and effort into it, and they went through a lot of different phases. And the fact that you know they've made you know thirty thirty uh, thousand already is pretty crazy. That's awesome. And, yeah, so uh, if you want to check it out, um, they got a lot of cool, um, you know, pledge goals and stuff that you can you, you rewards and stuff. So um, check it out. Cool. So, I'll link yeah. to it in the show notes too for people yeah. who want to check it out that way. All right, uh, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've eaten up the majority of our show time with that, uh, <laughs> we do have a couple of uh, listener mailbag items that I want to address. So let's uh, get into that right now. Jamail, is here. Ooh. Uh, the first one comes in from Aaron Shuck, who said, thanks to Chris Gore's pod crash, I discovered the Geek Generation, and I must say, it is awesome. Your show will definitely be added to my podcast subscriptions. On your recent or your most recent show, you talked about Justice League Doom, which was an awesome movie. But one thing really didn't make much sense to me, and I apologize if there are potential spoilers in this for Justice League Doom, but there might be, so we're going to discuss anyway. <laughs> um, but one thing didn't really make much sense to me. You know how Batman said that he came up with those contingency plans to incapacitate anyone in the Justice League that went rogue, not kill. How does shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet, making Wonder Woman fight until she has a heart attack, lighting Martian Manhunter on fire, and attaching a bomb to the Flash not kill them? Now, I know they briefly mentioned that Savage altered his plans a little, but Batman still knew exactly how to save them, so I guess they weren't altered that much. Just curious on your thoughts. So, well, like he said, uh, Vandal Savage did alter the plans from what Batman originally had, and my guess here is that since Batman spends so much time like profiling these people and creating these plans, even if they are altered, he knows enough about them right. to where coming up with a counter for that isn't that difficult for him. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. um, I think that's pretty much the answer. I was like, yeah, that's pretty much that sounds right. I mean, that's my thought know. is he just has so much knowledge about these people that he profiled mm-hmm. and the plans were originally his. So a little tweak is not going to throw everything so out of whack. Mm. And I don't think even like the, the setting Martian Manhunter on fire thing that might've killed him eventually. Yeah. But I think even of it is just like, these plans are to kind of knock them out. It's, it's like the, the um, Marvel versus DC fighting rules when they had that crossover is that yep. it's kill or incapacitate. Exactly. Yeah. So his plans were to incapacitate, but sometimes yep. that's borderline death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a bullet, Kryptonite bullet, depending right. on where it hits you. <clears throat> right. But I mean, if Super, I, I, I would think he would want to kill them. If Superman goes rogue, yeah, he needs to go down. He needs Which to is eventually down because you incapacitate him. Yeah, well, it's what? something Superman eventually understands. Yeah. Yeah. Even though at first he's like, "Why would you do this to us?" But yeah, so that that's I think the logical answer is that hmm. he's freaking Batman. That's what. <laughs> <it is. laughs> That's the easy answer, yeah. Um, The next email comes in from the superfan, Chris Tong. Superfan. Who says, hey, Rob, Mike, Brian, and sometimes Anna. I must say, (laughs) (laughs) I must say I'm excited about the change in the show's format. While the news shows were nice, I'm looking forward to just hearing you guys chat about things that you are all interested in and excited about. More games will be interesting as well. The shows have been getting better and better. Keep up the awesome work. Thank you, Superfan. So that's just to uh, pat our egos a little bit. bit. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Superfan. I have to loosen up these headphones. I think my head just swelled. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. 
Um, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going there, but okay. You did. Go I was there. just making it. <laughs> whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, there's a couple things I want to cover news wise. We'll talk a little bit about the news, uh, some items next week. Yeah. But there are a couple things I wanted to address because they were timely before we signed off this week. We had talked about uh, Jason Siegel's potential involvement in the Muppets yeah. uh, sequel, yep. and they actually there was someone I think it was uh, Collider.com recently talked to Jason Siegel and Siegel actually confirmed what his involvement in the sequel would be. And I have that audio clip right here. Great. There's a lot of rumors going around that you're not involved in the sequel at all, including possibly not starring in. Is this is this all true or not true? No, it's it's true, but it's totally amicable. You know, my goal was to bring the Muppets back. And I did that, leaving them in very good hands. My writing partner and, and James Bowman, the director... Um. Yeah, I, d- I did what I set out to do, and now I want to pursue more human-related projects. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I definitely think that, like, just talking about Muppets. I know you're a huge fan. Yeah. I definitely think that there's the the element of you opened the door back to society, like you know to the world sure. of how awesome they are, and now they can sort of do a chapter, you know, without you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm, all I wanted to do was to set the stage for them to do whatever they wanted. I'm sure I'll return in some capacity here and there, but, you know, it was half a decade of my life. Five years of hard work. I'm ready for a little puppet break. So, Jason wow. Siegel confirming he will not be involved in the Muppet sequel in probably any capacity. Yeah, but Sad he feels face. confident. Yeah. So. It's a bummer, but yeah. But he, I don't mm-hmm. think he's the, and like he said, he, th- he feels like he left it in good hands. Mm-hmm. And I think that will be great for the sequel. I worry about potential movies after that, though, because you know how like corporations like to get involved yeah. and just yeah. dissect it and destroy it over time. So yeah. I think eventually they will need him back in some yep. way. And maybe by the next one, he'll be ready. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But that's, that's years, a little bit of a huh? bummer. Yeah, he spent five years just trying to get it back. Wow. Which is tremendous. People don't realize how much time it takes yeah. behind the scenes. At uh, the first New York Comic Con I went to... There was a great panel by the producer of all the Batman movies, and he talked about his 10-year struggle just to get even the first 1989 one on the screen. Yeah, wow. he had started in uh, 19, I think 1981 mm-hmm. trying to sell it, and it didn't get made till 89. I mean, it didn't come out till 89. I mean, people don't realize how many different studios and drafts and... You know, so basically, and, the year I was born, he was aware of this and yeah. decided that mm-hmm. <laughs> Batman needs to be on the big screen. <laughs> but that Rob's he's, not old enough yet to be Batman. Right. So right. We he's have actually, to move on and use Michael actually, Keaton. <laughs> he's actually got a book out now where he goes into real detail. And it's oh, actually does he? Really, yeah. I, gotta, I wish I knew the name of it. His name is Michael um, uh, Uslan. Or, mm-hmm. you, but I it, definitely check out the book because I saw it in Barnes and Nobles and I was like, ooh, this looks like a, a great book. Basically detailing you know, the struggle he went to to um, trying to get the Batman franchise cool. off the ground. Yeah, you know? well, I was hesitant to go to the, uh, the panel that first year because it was an hour panel on one person talking. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just blown away by how great he was as a storyteller and the things he had to say and it was it was awesome it was so cool um another news item here is something that i know brian's aware aware of too which is the ultimate marvel marathon that's happening at amc theaters on may 3rd 
which is the day uh, or actually I guess it's kind of the day Avengers is coming out because of the night, uh, the midnight releases. So uh-huh. Avengers comes out May 4th. Uh-huh. Yeah. But on May 3rd, there are select cities that are doing an ultimate Marvel marathon. It starts at 1130 a.m. They will screen all five previous Marvel movies in order of release. So it will be Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America. Thor and Cap will be shown in 3D because the others were not released in 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of them will be leading up to and including a midnight screening of the Avengers. So you can watch all five Marvel movies and then end that with the Avengers all for $40. Which That's is fantastic. 12 hours in a movie theater. Most it likely. is. And I've always wanted to do something like this. But unfortunately, my schedule wise, I don't think I can because I they uh, offering. Is there breaks between the stuff. movies and stuff? I'm sure there are slight intermissions. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah, people got to pee and they <laughs> want they want people to buy food, obviously. Oh, yeah. If you're yeah. 12 so, hours, that's yeah. like four meals. So you, if you are interested <laughs> in uh, checking out the cities that are participating, you can go to go.amctheaters.com slash Marvel and all that stuff's on there. And since I can't do my own, I'm very, very tempted or sorry, since I can't go to that one, I'm very tempted to do my own. Mm. And yeah. whether people want to join me or not, I don't care. But <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking that and the the painful part is that I'm going to have to put off seeing the Avengers for one night. Um, but I, I want to not. do it. <laughs> I have a very busy Friday anyway, so I don't know if I'd make it uh, one way or the other. But I on Saturday want to start at maybe like 10 or 1030. And go through all of them and end by going to yeah. the theater and seeing the Avengers. That would be absolutely phenomenal. Be cool. Yeah. That would be a cheat day, Mike Volpe. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I'd probably just watch the two that I haven't seen, which would be which Thor, are... Thor and Captain America. Oh, okay. I've seen all the rest. So you could come for the last two yeah. before the Avengers starts. Yeah. Cool. So maybe what I'll do, depending on how many people I have that are interested in this, maybe I'll watch some the night before and then we'll watch uh, Thor and Cap. Yep. Before going to, and I don't even have Iron Man 2 yet, so I have to buy that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't run out and buy that one. <laughs> uh, last thing I want to go over before we call it quits for this week, because the rest is not super time sensitive. The Double Fine Adventure Kickstarter. Speaking of Kickstarter, we had talked about how Double Fine had the goal to create the classic adventure point and click type game uh-huh. that was uh, a goal of $400,000. They went crazy past that and got much more money than they needed. They finally ended the Kickstarter campaign. Uh, It finally ran out of time for it to run. They finished with a total of 87,142 people backing the program and raised (laughs) $3,335,265. Wow. Tremendous. Wow. That's That's amazing. amazing. It really, really is. Like, that... (laughs) <laughs> it's nuts. It is. Like seven or eight times what they had intended. That's crazy. Yeah. But it's so awesome that the point and click adventure genre is getting the respect it deserves. Yeah. And I know uh, we had talked about this in the past, Brian, that we were uh, a bunch of your friends are big point and click adventure fan guys, too. Mm-hmm. And at some point, we are going to get everybody in here and have a whole episode dedicated to those classic Definitely. point and click adventure <laughs> games because they're so awesome. And I could talk about them forever. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's amazing. So we're going to kind of stop here mm. for this week. And uh, this is very freeform. I'm yeah. not used to this. This is weird. <laughs> well, it's a good, yeah, but you know what? This was a good episode, 75. Yeah. So This yeah. was a good 75. I which, think it was. Which is milestone. Yeah, 25 away from 100 Volkes, now. Yeah. <laughs> we are. We are. Uh, so I guess we'll, we'll stop here, and uh, we will see you guys next week. All right. Later. Hey, guys, we forgot to plug stuff. 
<laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> um, so if you want to visit the site, you can go to thegeekgeneration.com, uh, rate the show, write a review in iTunes. That'd be awesome. If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, as I mentioned before, we have time for it now. We have so much time for it. Yep. So please send an email to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at geekgeneration on Twitter or 508-316-9787 to leave a voicemail. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site is also on our site. So now we're getting out of here for the week, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys later. Make it so.